This is People Every Day. Coming up, going inside the tragic scene at Astro World Festival, an event organized and headlined by rapper Travis Scott that turned into a mass casualty situation, leaving eight people, all under the age of 30, dead. It's November 8th. Hi there, and welcome back to People Every Day. I'm your host, Janine Rubenstein. It is Monday, and I want to start today's show by offering my condolences to the victims of the tragedy at Houston's Astro World Festival, along with their families. Like so many of you, I watched in shock on Friday night as reports started to come in about the chaos at the event, which is now considered one of the deadliest concerts in U.S. history. As I write this, eight people have died and hundreds more were injured following what police say was a stampede during headliner and concert organizer rapper Travis Scott's set. Here's how one concert goer described the terrifying scene. Take a listen. Eventually, a crowd big enough to get out was able to push and make one line through. I grabbed onto the back of that, got punched in the jaw, got punched in the back of my head. A lot of my friends have bruises. It was just, it was really bad. A lot of people lost their shoes because they were getting stepped out of them. In line with this account and many others, investigators say that when Scott took the stage around 9 p.m., the crowd of 50,000 surged forward. People began passing out in the crush, yet the show went on for nearly 40 minutes while the emergency unfolded. Houston police have also said they are looking into reports of incidents involving illegal drugs at the festival. During a press conference, they said, quote, This is now a criminal investigation that's going to involve our homicide division as well as narcotics. We're going to get to the bottom of it. And on top of that investigation, lawsuits have now been filed, including at least two that named Travis Scott and other festival organizers. So there is so much to dig into. And joining me now are People.com West Coast News Director Marissa Charles and digital music writer Tomas Mier. Hi, guys. Hi. How's it going? It's going. Well, Marissa, I want to start with you. You've worked this story all weekend, as has Tomas. But can you walk us through what happened? What's the gist of what went down? Yes, so there was this two-day event at Energy Park, um, this Astroworld festival that fans have been waiting for for two years. They couldn't do it last year because of the pandemic. Um, So about 50,000 people were in attendance, fans who had flown in and driven miles to attend this event. And by all accounts, sort of around 9 p.m., sort of after the countdown of Travis taken to the stage is when there seemed to be like pandemonium and reports of the the crowd sort of surging towards the front and sort of amidst all this there were fans reporting that they couldn't breathe and there was panic and there were some people sort of stepping on other people and just fear. Um, so there, there's lots of conflicting information about the actual timeline. There was a mass casualty declared at 9.38. The Houston Chronicles put together quite a good timeline. Um, so around that time, multiple people were reported to have collapsed. And the paper says that for the next 37 minutes, first responders started to arrive. But Travis actually kept on playing 
Um, and you see there on social media over the weekend, there have been videos of not only Travis sort of stopping um, his performance at certain times and calling out and trying to make sure that his fans were okay, but also fans in the crowd screaming, you know, when there was a pause in the, so in the song saying, please stop the show. There's video footage of two fans getting up on the stage um, where some video cameramen were filming the proceedings and begging them to please stop the concert. Wow. And and we also saw some reports about just chaotic behavior before the show even started, right? So video obtained by Houston CBS affiliate KHOU shows crowds were running over security gates. So what do we know about the safety and security precautions that were in place for this, this large festival? Yeah, so we there's still reports coming in, but the New York Times is reporting that for months, the authorities, including the fire chief, they were concerned about the event and had allegedly put together two plans for if an emergency happened. Um, so, so there was some concern for quite a long time leading up to the event. Wow. Okay, so Tomas, walk us quickly through what Astral World is. Like this is a, a phenomenon. We know the ages of the people, of the victims were very young, but um, you know, this is something that brings... It brings the kids out. I mean, the, take take us through it. It's some of the top rappers, R&B artists, SZA performed, Don Tolliver, who's actually from Houston, performed. Um, this is a festival that Travis started in 2018 after he dropped an album of the same name. Um, and it also pays homage to Six Flags Astroworld, which was a theme park in Houston, Texas, um, that Travis would go to as a kid. And so... A lot of kids were coming out to this event. And as Marissa said, there's these concerning videos of fans literally just ramming through the security lines mm -hmm. and getting into the festival without paying a ticket. I'm just trying to get into like just the, the level of excitement and um, energy. We know we're coming off of this pandemic year and you have, you know, probably some kids who have not been out in that setting in a very long time. Like, is, have you gotten a sense um, that any of that may have fed into what happened? I think yes. And I think it's also part of um, the people who are big fans of Travis Scott. His fans are known for what's known as raging, which is like kind of like mosh pitting. And so I think that also played a role. And, and I think in this case, there was already so many people that what ended up happening was this huge stampede. And we're talking about kids as young as 10 years old. There was one kid who was injured, 14 year old who passed away. So there was all kinds of age groups here at this event. And it was because they were so excited for a concert and a festival like this one. Yeah, well, well moving on to those victims of this tragedy, Tomas, you were calling people all weekend. So what do we know about the victims and their injuries? And I know you also spoke to several people who were there. So what can you tell me about all that? Yeah, so um, I'll start with the youngest victim, who was John Hilger, a 14-year-old high school freshman uh, who was a baseball player. His baseball coach put out a really heart-wrenching statement saying that that kid, quote, impacted everyone that met him and that he was privileged to have the opportunity to coach him. Um, and it's just just heartbreaking. I also spoke to the family of um, Rudy Peña. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a um, Laredo, Texas native um, who grew up there. He was the youngest of five kids. And like my family, his family's from Durango, Mexico. So this clip is this hit especially close to home. Um, he was also 23 as I am. And so he had gone out with some friends from Laredo to Houston for this concert. And his family said they would have never imagined something like this happening. Uh. 
Wow. And and, and one concert goer, another, um, David McGilver told people once he fell into the crowd and, and more people continued to be stacked on top of him. He said, quote, I remember me being on the ground and the music stopping and I could hear him say, y'all know what y'all came here for. And you can hear everybody screaming out for help. And then the music just plays back again. I just don't understand how you can hear everyone screaming out for help and not stop the show at all. Um, did, did you get more of those like in the moment, just reactions? I know we talked to families and, and, and stuff, but of, of what it was like in in the moment. Yeah, David actually posted several videos of what he went through on his TikTok, and they're just so scary, like a worst nightmare. Um, David literally said, I felt that I was going to die. Mm. He said at one point he felt that that was it, that there was nothing he could do, and he just couldn't breathe and couldn't um, have the energy to even try to get out of the crowd. He said he was laying on top of at least 10 people trying to get out of the festival. Um, and by the end of it, he ended up um, having some injuries to his ribs. He um, sprained his ankle and thought he was going to break his leg. Um, um, but thankfully, he was able to make it out. But he was incredibly, incredibly scared. All right. And, and and just quickly, let's talk about Travis Scott as a performer. We touched on it a little bit. But um, what can you tell us about him and just about what, it's almost like a trance. Like he he has his fans in. He's, he's very talented, but um, he has kind of carved out this other culture and world for himself, right? Yeah. So um, Travis Scott, we maybe our audience knows him as um, the boyfriend of um, Kylie Jenner. He's considered alternative rap. And in 2018, he actually pled guilty to public disorder charge because uh, he encouraged people to rush to the stage and rage, which was the term I used earlier. Mm, mm-hmm. So um, that's that's just something that's so common at um, a Travis Scott concert. You go to rage and you go to mosh. And so I think when uh, re- referring to what David uh, McGilver had told us about y'all know what y'all came for, I think that was that was an indication of like this is the type of behavior that's sometimes shown at this type of show. Next up, more with Marissa and Tomas discussing what Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner have said in the wake of the festival's tragic turn and what to expect in terms of legal action. Stick around. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. folks, I am back now with People's Marissa Charles and Tomas Mier discussing the tragedy at Astroworld Festival. So we have heard from Travis Scott now, who took to social media with a video statement. So let's listen to a bit of what he said. I just want to send out prayers to the, to the ones that was lost last night. We're actually working right now to identify the families so we can help assist them through this tough time. You know, my fans, my fans, like, my fans really mean the world to me, and I always just really want to leave them with a positive experience. And any time I can make out, you know, anything that's going on, 
you know, I was, you know, I stopped the show and, you know, help them get the help they need, you know. Um, I could just never imagine the severity of the situation. Mm. So, Marissa, who else has spoken out in the wake of all this? Um, well, Kylie Jenner, of course, his girlfriend has um, commented on Instagram and she said, Travis and I are broken and devastated. My thoughts and prayers are with all who lost their lives, were injured or affected in any way by yesterday's events. And also for Travis, who I know cares deeply for his fans and the Houston community. I want to make it clear we weren't aware of any fatalities until the news came out after the show and in no world would have continued filming or performing. Scissor, who also performed, well, before um, Travis, but she performed at Astroworld as well, said on Twitter, speechless about last night, I'm actually in shock and don't even know what to say. Just praying for everyone in Houston, especially the families of those that lost their lives. Um, so far, Drake, who also came onto the stage with Travis um, on Friday night, has yet to comment. Um, Roddy Rich promises to donate his Astroworld earnings. I will be donating my net compensation to the families of this incident. And then he wrote, hashtag pray for Houston. Aww. So there has already been legal action taken. So, Marissa, can you take us into the details about the suits and what can we expect in, in the weeks to come after all this? There's one a civil suit by plaintiff um, Christiane Paradis, um, who's seeking one million in damages and blames Scott and Drake, who performed with him, for inciting, and I quote, a riot and violence, end quote. Um, also claims that Live Nation failed to provide adequate security and medical mm. services at the Astro World Festival. These are allegations. Um, mm -hmm. Another lawsuit was filed by injured concertgoer Manuel Souza asking Scott for one million over the predictable and preventable, quotes, tragedy. Um, the lawsuit also names Live Nation and several others. Um, according to the um, lawsuit, it's quoted as saying, plaintiff's injuries were the inevitable and predictable results of defendants' conscious disregard of the extreme risks of harm to concertgoers that had been escalating since hours earlier. Wow. And I mean, I guess we can expect more of the like, right? There's already more, Janine. Um, this morning, Ben Crump, who actually represented the family of George Floyd, uh, filed several lawsuits on behalf of people who were at the Astroworld Festival. Um, so this is going to keep coming, um, and that's for sure. There was 50,000 people there, if not more, um, with uh, nearly 300 injured. Goodness. And and like I said, like this investigation is very wide ranging. There were multiple arrests that night. There are, you know, rumors that involving drugs and all of these different things that are circling. I, I'm wondering for the both of you, what does this mean for music events? You know, the Coachellas of the world or what, whatever is, is slated to come back. Yeah. Well, speaking of Coachella, Travis was actually a headliner of the 2020 festival that was canceled. Um, and a lot of people were rumoring that he was going to return to headline the 2022 festival. Mm. Um, so, that's a conversation to be had, you know. Um, what's this going to mean? Um, how are we going to change? We know how uh, general admission concerts can get and it can get super packed and squeezed, especially at a place like Coachella where it's so hot as well and people can get dehydrated. Mm -hmm. So it, it's just really scary to see what, how we're going to approach festivals moving forward. Yeah.
I think one thing as well that people are concerned about and will think about in the future is the age of concert goers. Um, quite a few of the victims were underage. The youngest person that we know of that was injured is supposed to be a 10-year-old boy. The youngest person, the youngest fatality was 14. Another victim was 16. Wow. There are concerns, and I'm sure people will question in the future, why are concert goers so young or should there be a limit, um, an age limit for concert goers, you know, depending on whether it's general admission, if you're standing, if you have assigned seating. Um, I think that will be a question moving forward. That was People's Digital West Coast News Director Marissa Charles and digital music writer Tomas Mier on the tragedy that took place during Travis Scott's Astro World Festival, where eight people lost their lives. For much more on this developing story, head over to people.com. And now, After all that, a much-needed something to make you smile. We are a little over 24 hours away from the big reveal of who will be People's 2021 Sexiest Man Alive. I like my job, so I won't be spilling the beans on the main man. You'll have to tune in to The Late Show with Stephen Colbert tomorrow night to find out that news. But I can share details from our Reader's Choice poll results where we asked readers to pick the sexiest star in particular categories. So the results are in and sexiest eyes goes to action hero Chris Hemsworth and his baby blues. Our sexiest newlywed goes to This Is Us star Justin Hartley and our sexiest TV chef goes to Queer Eyes' Anthony Porosky. <laughs> I have to say, I agree with the people. Again, Stephen Colbert, tomorrow night, November 9th, as he announces the main man, Sexiest Man Alive. Can't wait, but you'll have to for just a little bit longer. All right, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Tomorrow. 